go. Get, don't let the ball hit the ground. Touch outside the three-point line. Quick, quick. Get there, D-Roy. The next ball. Here we up. Howley, Howley. LSUA fans, it's time for the Fort Report. Your source for talking LSUA Generals basketball with head coach Larry Cordero and your host, Ben Jernigan. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Fort Report. Your source for talking LSUA Generals basketball. We're excited. We are eight weeks into this 2019-2020 season. And uh, we had a great week last week. Our, our Generals come into the... Uh, at this point, are eleven and three, and uh, man, I tell you, it's been a great season. Coach, how's it going? Hey, Ben, it is Monday morning. TGIM. I believe the state of Louisiana's called this uh, LSU Monday, their day. You know, we are LSU. To me, every day is LSUA day. So, That's uh, right. J- just a little something. LSU football has really had a phenomenal season, undefeated. Of course, they're in the the BCS Final Four. Uh, that's exciting for our state, and hopefully LSUA can kind of jump on that as they wrap up a national championship season, and we can continue being undefeated in conference. So good things are happening for the generals as well. That's right. That's right. Four and zero in conference, eleven and three so far this season. It's really been a good season. I know that. Um, hey, we want excellence, and we strive for excellence. We'd love to be fourteen and zero, and a couple of those losses, or all three of those losses, were, were things that we can learn from. But eight weeks into the season, I, I think that we are uh, probably uh, at, at a good point. I, I guess you know, looking ahead, eight weeks ago, if you if you said that you know you're going to be eleven and three at this point, would you have been happy with that? Would you have been upset with that? What, what would you have said? Probably would have been upset with that, Ben. We want to win them all, man. We're greedy when it comes to basketball games. But if we can learn something from those three losses, that'll help us later. Uh, you know, we'll definitely take that. And we, I think we have learned some things from those losses. And, uh, yes, I mean, we are where we are. We're 11-3. and three. Every season kind of has its own little – there's no, a, there's never a straight road. There's always turns and curves and – learning lessons along the way and uh, you know we're still highly ranked and people still respect what we've done and I think we've got a great chance this season to really go on a run yeah I agree with that and speaking of going on a run we've got five we're coming off five straight wins I say coming off uh hopefully we stay on those five straight wins but um that's awesome and so hopefully we'll we'll keep that momentum. We'll talk about this week's games uh, in just a just a minute on, on our on our show this morning. Hey, first I want to say it was great to visit with your assistant coach Kyle Thorne last week. Um, you know, you it just that just shows you've got quality guys in your program, and um, I know it takes it takes a, a great team to be able to do what you guys are doing. But we certainly uh, enjoyed having Kyle on the show last week. That way he, he was a, he was a good interview. I thought so. Well, I listened to it and was smiling and proud of Kyle from going up from a player underneath us to now joining the staff. Uh, you know, I love talking with you too, Ben. But as you can uh, just imagine, a head coach's plate sometimes gets a little full, so every little bit here and there kind of helps from those guys. Uh, they, we delegate, and those guys take the full responsibility for for their duties, and uh, that's just one little small thing. I want to also help Kyle to you know, one day. Hopefully, he's doing his own podcast as a head coach. 
somewhere down the road. So, you know, just the experience for him, that's pretty neat. Thank you for doing that. No doubt, no doubt. Well, he was he had some insightful comments for uh, for LSUA Generals basketball. So that was uh, it was great to have him on the show. Okay, Coach. So this past week we had two games and and two and zero. Oh. Two Red River games, and that helped to keep us atop the Red River standings. And if we look at the standings, we've got uh, first place LSUA, first place LSUS, first place uh, Houston Tillerson. So uh, there's a three-way tie up there at 4-0 after just a couple of weeks of conference play. you got to feel good about that. We do. We started the month in Florida. We beat Voorhees on December 1st, and now four games later, five games were 5-0, and and we got two left, but – you know, four of those happen to be Red River wins, and that's now kind of the new uh, pursuit that we're on. The chase is to win a Red River Conference championship, and we were able to go to Texas and get those two. And as you just said, we, we beat Texarkana for the very first time. They're a new school in the Red River. And, of course, Wiley, you know, we've always had a rivalry with those guys, uh, even before my assistant coach, Jay Smith, was there. And then he went there, and now he's left. So, you know, the LSUA-Wiley uh, rivalry, uh, all, it went all the way down to one point, and uh, we were able to come out on uh, the winning side. It was our first win this year with a, a game being decided by five points or less. We keep a little chart in the office, you know, all the way from the first season all the way to this sixth season now. And, uh, you know, we want to win games by five points or less. We work on those in situation. We really uh, break down the film and just study those to where, where we can be better and uh, whether it's other games, Oregon and Michigan playing or LSUA and someone else, we really, you know, games are going to come down real tight, real close. We are 26 and 17, Ben, in uh, our program's history and games decided by five points or less. I thought that's a little neat yeah, nugget that the fans might like to know. It's pr- pretty good overall record. It, it's not sure. under 500. It's not, uh, you know, it's, it's tough. I mean, there's a lot of other good competition out there, and we dropped three games this year by games decided by five points or less. So it's good to be able to have that one win now. Coach, we take a break uh, this week from conference play, and we have a couple of big games. We'll talk about them in a minute. But first, let's go back and, and let's talk about Texarkana. Um, just big, big, big picture in there. Uh, three pointers were key, were were key. Um, in that game, we shot the ball really well, had a big run before the half and then a big second half start that really, uh, propelled us to the victory, uh, a one Oh five to 80, uh, win over Texarkana. What, what were your takeaways from that game? It seems like so long ago, Ben, you know, we've played another game already and we've, we're getting ready for the next game tomorrow. It's like, but do remember Chris Vickers, uh, I believe he had a double, double that game. And, uh, you know, we, we scored a lot of points. Of course, it was over 100 points. I think it was 105. And That's right. Ryan, Ryan Wall, who's been in our league before at Our Lady of the Lake, we were familiar with him and kind of his style. Thought we had a good week of prep. Our scout team does a, a great job in practice of getting us ready for the press. Thought we handled that pretty good. We had a high assist and pretty low turnovers from what I recall. And I do know we shot a lot of threes in the first half and, uh, we made some, but in the second half we took less and still made some. So you know, we want to right. be able to shoot the three ball, but uh, at a high percentage, which we've been doing. Right. 
Right, no doubt. Well, uh, you talk about Chris Bickers, and he's just really um, continued to be have a consistent pre- presence and a just a, a remarkable season. I mean, he had, uh, I believe that he had 27 points and 12 rebounds for his fifth double double of the season for for the Generals. Talk a little bit about his his leadership and his performance in uh, in helping the team uh, for a victory over Texarkana. Chris is a solid uh, young man, well-rounded, just, you know, he's just ideal young man that you'd like to coach, uh, just showing up to work early, taking care of his, his books in the classroom is kind of the understanding. Uh, you know, he's been around here. He's a, he's a grizzled veteran. He's uh, he knows what we do and how we do it, why we do it. Uh, definitely going to try to maximize his gifts in his fifth and final season with the generals. Uh, we, we, He's just, you know, one of a kind. He can really sure. shoot the basketball. He takes charges. Uh, he needs to be out there as, as much as possible. We do a plus-minus chart, and right now his numbers are off the charts. It's basically what is the score while you're in the game individually? How do you impact the game? And uh, he's number one at, on the LSUA team, and, like, he's almost in the high 100s. I don't have it handy or on me or anything, but he every game, his plus-minus – is through the roof. So yeah, when, he's on, yeah. when he's on the court, uh, good things are happening uh, on the scoreboard for us. No doubt, no doubt. And, you know, we talk about Chris a lot. Um, some other guys that really stood out uh, from the game ver- uh, versus Texarkana, Montre Thomas, he had 16 points. Anthony Stove hit three threes, um, and he had 15 points that night. Brandon Ellis had a great game, 11 points, four boards, three assists. And uh, J.R. Adams, uh, and I, we've seen his, his name more and more up on, on the stat sheet. He had seven points and seven assists in, in the big win over Texarkana on uh, Thursday Thursday night. So um, that was a great win, a great way to start the week. And, um, and it wasn't a, a very long turnaround. You know, we play on Thursday and then, uh, we have a day in between to get ready for, uh, our Saturday game versus, versus Wiley. So, um, going into Wiley, uh, what, what, what were you guys, uh, thinking and, and how'd you prepare, um, you guys to, to make the turnaround for that game? Wiley has a senior from South Louisiana who's their leading scorer and also the Red River's leading scorer. We knew we had to lock in on him and try to keep him from reaching his average, which we did. Uh, we made it tough on him all night long, and we, we thought we, we the goal was to hold him uh, under 80 points. I believe they had low. Both teams had about 80 something in the fourth. Texarkana and Wiley, and you know uh-huh. that's something defensively we still got to get better with. We'd like to be able to keep teams in the 70s, but we had a double-digit lead uh, kind of later in the second half. Montre and Jr. came in especially Jr. after not playing the first 10 minutes of the second half. Credit all those guys, even Anthony Stowe, whether it was Thursday and or Saturday. We can only play five at a time, and sometimes you're that sixth, seventh, eighth guy or just right. subbed out and you hadn't got back in. But they've done a really good job of staying ready mentally and physically. And Jr. and Montre, they came in as a little combo duo and just opened up the floodgates and went on like an 8-0 run just like in – snap of your fingers and look up and we're 10 points up and Montre had a layup and he just I don't know if he ran out of gas it slipped unbelievable move and that would have put it up to 12 and I think it would have maybe put just put him down for good but Wiley I as teams do you know in my office I listen to gospel music being uh, throughout the day on Pandora and uh, one of my assistant coaches came in one day and he said something to the effect of like you know uh, like gospel songs never over when you think it's over. 
and I and I, <laughs> and I and I responded to Chaz back. I said it's kind of like basketball game, you know. It's never even when you think you're up double digits, it's never over. And I guess yeah. you got to continue to. And they came back, and we were able to win by one point. Almost similar situation. The Faulkner yeah. game in Florida, three seconds, their ball underneath, and uh, they got a, a shot off, and luckily it went wide left, and we escaped with a win. But we don't want it to come that close, you know. We got to realize that it's, you know, it's never over when we think it's over, and we've got to be able to just get stops and get scores on the other end and separate the score a little bit more than just one point. I'd like to have no games decided by five points or less. I'd yeah, like to, how about to that? Be able to, to win every game by double digits. But how about there's that? a lot of yeah. other good teams out there, and Wiley is on one of those groups that plays really, really hard. And their head coach had those guys fighting us for sure on Saturday in the fourth. No doubt, no doubt, and they and they came ready to play, and um, that, that we survived the scare there, and and I believe that uh, on the night we um, we just never really really broke away. I mean, uh, but talking about the game on the the Wiley game, I, I think that one of the things that jumped out to me was uh, we we just had a tough time putting the ball in in the basket in the first half. I mean, it was really just didn't shoot the ball really well. In the second half, we, we kind of got it going uh, a little bit better. But um, it's just, it's, I, I guess, Coach, just one of those nights in, in, in the first half where the ball just wasn't falling. Correct. Uh, we made one three. I don't recall who made that one three. It might have been a Montre first half. But uh, we just told the guys that, you know, keep believing in your shots. I mean, we spend so much time in the gym shooting day before a game, day of a game. And really it's the, the quality of our shots too. Our attempts went from about 16 or 17 from three in the first half to about nine in the second half. I believe we were five of nine in the second right. half from That's three. Right. And so, you know, would you take 10 of 18 for the game? Yes. But if you can make five out of nine, you'd take 15 for 27 if you see where I'm going. Uh-huh. Uh, we just have to take good shots and, and right. sometimes they're not going to fall. So right. gonna, it's going to go in cycles and every once in a while you're going to miss four or five, six in a row and you might turn around and hit two or three or four in a row. But, uh, you know, it's just kind of like the, the identity of our team offensively. We've been able to shoot the three ball uh, pretty good and we'll continue to do it, but we just got to make sure we don't get too antsy and, you know, forget Julian Torres yeah. down low, who I believe was four, That's four right. that first half. Oh man, he had a great game. I want to come back to him for in, in just a second. But um, so, how do you manage that? Okay, so we're a, we're a shooting team. We shoot the ball really well. But when our guys are just not shooting, I mean, like I said, we were one for sixteen in in the first half. Do you kind of do you just say, golly, we're we're not we're, we're just not making three pointers right now. We're going to change our approach. We're going to do something different. Or do you just say, guys? Keep shooting. Keep keep doing what we do. What, how do you how do you manage that as a coach whenever we're not shooting well? There's a fine line. You don't want a player to lose confidence. Uh, you just ask to take you know great shots. Earlier in the year, we were grading our shots A, B, C, D, F, and you want to take A's and B's. If if you're taking good shots from the right guys, who's gone through the shooting drills, who's accomplished goals that we have that get you know makes them be a green light shooter. Uh, you've got to you've got to kind of go with that but you know if we're out there shooting 35 footers and julian's wide open or he hadn't got a touch in four trips you know it's just some type of you know common sure. basket common basketball sense and uh you yeah know, Juli- julian's shooting high from the field he's in the higher 60s i believe i'm looking yeah. forward to maybe printing off our conference stats i like to really break it down our last four games 
and see where we are with, with uh, just our conference stats. And I bet you he might be even higher than that. So, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. we've we, we got an cave. inside out approach. We always have, but, uh, you, you know, th- three points, uh, we, we used to dunk the ball. We used to have Moss and Sylvester and Philip Rankin and you go on and on and on down the, the road. But uh, our athletic director, he said, hey, Larry, your, your threes count more, more than dunks. And, you know, obviously he's right. Uh, you count for one more point. So it's kind of the way college basketball has evolved to is just that right. point line. And, and whether that's why they moved it back or not a little bit, make the three point a little bit tougher shot. Uh, our three point line is going to stay where it is for this year. And then in the summer before next year, season seven, we're required to move it back to whatever the NCAA D1 uh, folks have moved it back. It might be even like a foot and a half. So we're going to maximize and enjoy our shorter three-point line for one last year, Ben. Take it. Take it. You know, when you go up and down the court, um, coming back down to play defense after uh, that third point is is a lot a lot easier, a lot better. So um, I love it. Okay, let's talk about Julian Torres just for a minute uh, real quickly. I mean, he had a monster night, right? He had his uh, best night in the general's uniform. He had 18 points and 13 rebounds. How, how big was his game? Uh, just the, the rebound, six offensive rebounds. How big was that for you guys versus Wiley on Saturday? He's a big force down low. It's just hard to really – the minutes, uh, the opportunities at LSUA, you know, we've almost got two teams deep. And uh, sometimes whether it's a rhythm is hard for them to get, you know, the substitution pattern, I, I, right when you feel like you've got this right or got that, then this something comes up, you know, it, it's inevitable, you know, just different things throughout uh, through in a team and trying to figure out rotations and all. But basically what I'm saying is – Julian needs to play at least more than half the game because he shows when he does what he can produce. Right. And, uh, you know, while he had some big size, some some teams like Texarkana didn't have a lot of size. And some games he's going to be needed a little bit more than, you know, maybe others. But, uh, you know, he's always going to play for us for sure. But against Wiley's size, and they were really rebounding the ball, he kind of said, hey, man, we're not going to go out like that. We're, I'm going to come back. You know, Wiley brought the fight to us. They just did. We didn't take it to them from the get-go, but our guys didn't back down after that. We joined the fight, and uh, Julian Torres was a big part of that. That's right. That's right. Well, fantastic game for Julian Torres, and uh, we look forward to uh, his continued uh, contributions and um, and his, his big play as we move deeper into conference play. Okay, speaking of that, conference play, let's pause conference play for just a little bit. we got a couple of big games this week as we travel away from the fort. I'm looking at the schedule. We're not going to be back in the fort for another month. So it's like we play uh, some some good home games, take a month off from the fort, come back for a couple, and then we're and then we leave for another month. And um, but this week we head to we head down south. Going to be playing Loyola in New Orleans, and then uh, just drive up the road a little bit to Hattiesburg and play William Carey. So we got a couple of big basketball games coming up this week. What's our outlook for this week, Coach? Our schedule was complete this summer, and my good friend, Coach Stacy Hollowell from Loyola, called and wanted to get a series going with the Generals. We have played one another, probably season two, three, and four. We took a break from last year, and we made room. Uh, we moved to get home game that we were going to have uh, right after the new year at home. Maybe one reason why we're not in the fort for a while. And we said, all right, we'll, we'll, I, we knew Loyola, who they had coming back, how good they were going to be. And, we want our we wanted this group this team to be tested and boy it's going to be a challenge we go down and play a top 10 team Loyola a three o'clock tip on a Tuesday 
And, uh, you know, we, we've got to be able to find a way to, to rebound and value the basketball, and then we'll, take, we'll go from there and see what happens. So it's going to be a, a slugfest. It's almost like a national semifinal game. Right. And and uh, I, I think this will be great testing. I mean, to be able to play big games on the road uh, will certainly strengthen. Uh, you know, if we can win games on the road, we can win games anywhere. And and I think that'll help as we get later into the season of the conference tournament and and hopefully the um, the road to Kansas City. So. Um, all right. And then later in the week, we'll play William Carey in Hattiesburg. And that was a big game for us uh, that we started the season. We had William Carey in the house. And um, and, and I know we're not looking looking too far down the road we take one opponent at a time but uh, how how is we have you had a chance to really look at William Carey and see how they have um how their season has gone to this point in the season yes sir uh, as a head coach I've taken a few scouts and that is one of them we did beat them the very first game and I printed off their stats because they don't play anybody again until they play us so it's kind of like the haze in the barn and we've got their numbers updating the scout report That'll be like a championship game if we can get to through Loyola first. You know, win, lose, or draw, we've got to go to Hattiesburg on Saturday and, and play a, a well-coached team. Steve Knights, you know, has been there for, for a long time, and he does a good job of really getting his team going throughout the season. He did it last year, and they made a run to the Final Four in Kansas City. This year, I'm kind of eyeballing them from a distance. They've gone on a little winning streak. You know, anytime you've already beaten a team, your your young men can kind of feel like, well, you know, we've got, you know, da da da. Hey, it, it, it's a two months later. It's on the road. Uh, teams have evolved and grown and changed, and hopefully, we have too. So, you know, these are both going to be Kansas City type championship games, and that's kind of in my mind. We're treating it as a national semifinal and a national championship, and hopefully, we can go into Christmas. On a seven-game winning streak, 13-3, uh, and three, I believe that would put our record at. But we just got to go 1-0 and oh tomorrow, and then we'll, we'll get to uh, focus on William Carey later on. That's great. That's great. Well, we look forward to it. Uh, tough week, but it should be a fun week, and I, I look forward to, to great things. Coach, it's been a great it's been a great show this for. Hey, I want to do a, I want to do something. So uh, as we look back on this week, I want to hear uh, one uh, one thing maybe in each of these questions. One thing from the past week that Larry loved. One thing that Coach Larry loved. One thing that Coach Larry learned, and and one thing that Coach Larry is looking forward to. So, uh, Coach Larry's love. Coach Coach Larry learned, and Coach Larry is looking forward to. Coach, what's one thing that you loved from from last week's play? One thing that I loved. I love that we had 25 assists. Uh, that's pretty special when we're sharing the basketball. Uh, I really think uh, we're one of the better teams in the country, Ben. That's that's great. All right. What's one thing that you learned about our team last last week, uh, that that two game stretch? Uh, what's one thing that you learned that we can take away from that? I've learned that we don't need to change. The score needs to change regardless of who we play, whether it be an A team, a B team or C team. We need to always be LSU A. And then whenever we're ourselves, I think we'll the score changes, meaning we don't play down or up to a team. Uh, and one other bonus is just the fire. We, we, I myself, I haven't done a very good job of doing this uh, this season. I guess 13 games into it, uh, we'll be a whole lot better. 14 games is the fire. We've got to coach and compete with fire. That's kind of been a word that we've been talking about yesterday as we prepare for Loyola. That's great. All right, Coach, what, what are you looking forward to this week? I'm looking forward to playing against a top-ranked team. Well-coached, uh, talented. These guys have a couple Division One transfers. 
and Loyola is going to be hard to handle uh, down there in New Orleans in their in their gym, and it'll be a it'll be a fun game. I'm glad to be a part of it, and that's what you uh, coach for is you want to be in these type contests, and we'll see uh, who the better team is tomorrow at three o'clock. That's awesome. We sure will. Well, I uh, just want to say thanks to our fans for listening to the Fort Report. It's been a great episode, and coach, we look forward to a, a great game tomorrow. Ben, thank you for your time, man. I wish you and your family nothing but a Merry Christmas and look forward to you and I talking again, hopefully about some good victories this week. Go Generals! Thanks for listening to The Fort Report, your source for talking LSUA Generals basketball with head coach Larry Cordero and your host, Ben Jernigan. For more info on LSUA basketball, go to lsuagenerals.com.